So, here we are, like this, in this theater of experience that we call human life, embodied life, immediate life. And we've been cultivating this capacity to be awake in the midst of this immediate experience, embodied experience. Awake in ways that mm, can keep filling out in their dimensionality. Awake in ways that can keep deepening in terms of our experience of what it is to be here. And then also increasingly in terms of our understanding of what it is to be here. An understanding that goes way beyond our kind of usually what we usually mean by understanding. Last night we were speaking about how a lot of the language we use suggests a kind of cognitive function. When we talk about investigation or curiosity or indeed understanding, then the usual associations we have with those words are of a kind of intellectual understanding, a conceptual understanding. And it's not in any way that we want to be anti-intellectual or anti-conceptual. Our capacity to conceive, to think, really, really helpful. And it's also only a part of how our understanding can function. And so we're pointing to a kind of understanding what it is to be here in a way that we could call embodied understanding, a kind of immediate understanding, sometimes what I think of as cellular understanding, a kind of knowing in our cells and knowing in our nervous system. And so as we kind of cultivate this capacity, which we've called presence, this womby presence or bellyful presence. We find that that understanding can kind of fill out a full sense of being here. I'm also pointed to that as a sort of spherical sense of being here. Usual understanding, conceptual understanding, understands me being here as a body-shaped entity, a fi- the, you know, this human-shaped entity sitting in a room in a world. Right. That's the usual way of understanding and relating to our experience. Nothing wrong with that. And it's partial, right? So, as we let our center of attention drop in and down into the belly, and as we also let our attention settle and open and fill out into the whole sense of being here, 
nice whole field of sensitivity that's here. And we find that our sense of presence isn't really body-shaped. Our sense of presence is broad, round, expansive, sensitive. There's this wide field, maybe an edgeless field of sensitivity, which we increasingly recognize, oh, that's what awareness is, this edgeless field of sensitivity, in which the touch of physical and sensory life is happening, the dancing of sensations, the play of the soundscape, the uh, changes in the sense of temperature, the feel of the air, all of that, all of this sensory life is revealed in this field of sensitivity called awareness, is received in this field of sensitivity called awareness. And in this receiving of experience, sensory experience, we get to see how the impact of experience is and we get to see what we habitually do with experience the habitual pulling and pushing that we spoke about last night, the tendency to get compelled by what we want and what we like and how we think it should be, the tendency to get contracted around what we don't like, what we don't want, what we think shouldn't happen. And within this open field of awareness then, the possibility to be a little lighter and looser, a little more fluid and free with how we respond to experience. Daring to just feel the touch and the play and the movement of the unpleasant, rather than immediately rejecting it. Able to actually expand into more fully enjoying the touch of the pleasant. Enjoying this sensory life. The hearing, the sensing, the feeling. the walking, the moving, the stretching, the eating, the resting. So we're establishing this field of sensitivity in a way of bringing as much brightness and care and embodied presence to it as we can. And we're feeling out the play of sensory life as it happens. 
We can also, within this field of sensitivity, give particular attention to what last night we called the sort of inner weather patterns, the changing emotional states, mind states, moods. And rather, again, rather than simply, immediately, habitually, blindly identifying with those states, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm bored, I'm fed up, I'm confused. Rather than being fused with those states and then therefore pulled and pushed around by them, we start to see, oh, we can actually just receive those states in the same way as we receive sensory life. In that same way, we can have the space to notice, meet, explore the different states of mind that color our consciousness. So the encouragement to make room for that today in our practice. To taste the the feel of different states as they come and go. And yet also to really taste that capacity to bring awareness to the state. The very fact that we can recognize and explore a state shows us our independence from it, right? That which can track the state of confusion isn't itself confused. When we identify with the state, we say, oh, I'm confused, and then that means something about me. But actually, the very fact that we can recognize the state of confusion, right? here's the state, here's confusion, and there's knowing of it, receiving of it, tracking of it, familiarizing ourselves with it. That which is tracking confusion isn't itself confused. That which can be interested in anger isn't itself angry. That which can welcome and care for sadness isn't itself sad. And in this light, there is no experience, there is no feeling, there is no state that can't be made room for, attended to, explored, cared for, allowed to come and to go, like weather does, allowed to blow through the open space of awareness. In this open field, we find there is no wrong experience. There is no thought you shouldn't think. No state that shouldn't arrive, no feeling that you shouldn't have. There might be all kinds of ways, it might be better not to act out some of those thoughts, feelings. 
but there's but nothing that need be excluded from the heart. And in that sense, that the, in that recognition, that painful tendency that we spoke about last night, the tendency to evaluate oneself, judge oneself, should on oneself, you know, divide one's experience up again, what should be happening and what shouldn't be, what I should be like and how I shouldn't be, then that can soften maybe even completely fall away in some moments. There is no way your mind should or shouldn't be. This open field of awareness is just that, an open field, a wide open field, a welcoming field. This is where we meet life. Explore life, care for life, love life, respond to life more fully and more fluidly and more freely as our practice deepens, as our understanding deepens, as we continue to practice together. Entering into presence. Gathering your attention here in the aliveness of bodily life. 